everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rebel and a Yank. I am, of course, am the Yank, Agent Subject 117, joined by my good friend, Animosity, the Rebel. Say hi to the folks, Rebel. Hello, hello. How are you guys? All right, so let's start it off. You were doing a, we're doing a review on the um, Gears of War 5, which you were checking out for us. What do we got? Okay, on Gears 5, I know that there's probably a lot of people out there that played all the other Gears. That's how they play play on my guess is just a franchise everybody followed which i followed not me <laughs> i played up until four didn't even finish the campaign on four so i'm not going to talk about the story mode because i don't think it's fair for me to jump in after missing one on the story so you're not gonna be doing any spoilers no there won't be no spoilers on it because i don't think it's really i don't think it's really fair for me to judge in the middle of the story Okay. But I played the new mode that is called Escape. Escape is like uh, they plant this bomb and you have to conserve, conserve your ammo and like find your way through these mazes and kill these enemies and try to get out with a certain amount of time, which is pretty cool. That's a cool little ideal. And so we're talking about conserving ammunition and we're, we're talking like you can't pick any other other ammunition up. You're just oh, uh, you can pick it up, but it's very like if you kill someone, you pick pick it up. You might get two ammo back, and you might shoot them with three or four. So okay, so you're you're constantly losing ammunition. Yeah. Got it. So you just got to watch, choose and pick your fights, and try to make the best score of, with the team and stuff, which is pretty cool. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. The horde mode, which I don't know. You probably have played the you played horde mode on other games, but if yeah, yeah, of course. Horde mode on gears, it's basically the same thing, like always, just another horde mode. So a bunch of enemies, you shoot the crap out of them, yeah. pick up the ammunition. Next, next, next level, level. starts moving in. And only thing I had a big problem with was the button layout change. Like, okay, you got one, two, three. And judgment and four, all the controls being the same, and then you all of a sudden on five switch everything up. It it was clunky and I hated it. I wanted to, I had to go into the settings and switch everything back. I hate when they do that. But it was okay. overall. Overall, the game looked really well for a Gears of War game, and like, but you're not missing anything. That's why they I think they gave it to people on Game Pass because you're not missing much. Well, anything, any, any, any Microsoft title that, that they do, which is Gears, Halo, uh, Forza, all those titles, Sea of Thieves is another one. Game Pass automatically gives those individuals that those games automatically, and you're entitled. You're, you have the entitlements to them as well. So any additions or expansions they do, they give those to you as well. It's kind of the reason why they did the Game Pass to begin with, was right. to get those people instead of them buying the games. Well, don't buy the game. Pay us ten bucks a month, and you could play it automatically for free. I mean, that's why when Gears 5 first came out, every fucking streamer was out there playing Gears 5. Because everybody already had the Game Pass. I mean, you can't beat exactly. it. Like, for 10 bucks a month. I think it's 10 bucks. I don't got a Game Pass. I do, yeah. It's 10 bucks a month. And, uh... In fact, they have deals, like, all the time for, like, a dollar a month. Like, they have a deal sometimes where... Start off as a dollar a month, and then they'll kick it into 10 later, so... When that comes out, you should check it out. It's it's definitely worth it, particularly because you get the uh, you get a lot of the old games back. So your your game library just increases massively. You can play some of the old games. Yeah. All right. So that's our gear. That's gears gears five. Uh, kind of going back over the shadow keep. I finally was able to get through all the bullshit and find out why I couldn't play it. Uh, finally was able to get into the actual missions of it. 
and actually what I what I love about it is that they they definitely changed things up a bit. You can definitely tell Activision has left the building at Bungie. Bungie they have thrown so much crap at you in this in this new expansion of Destiny 2. There I don't have time to do it all. I'm actually finding myself wanting to play it more and more and more because as you're just mowing down more enemies, they're the same enemies, nothing's really changed. The gear, the weapons, the the armor, everything is changed. Everything is just you can customize it so much now. It's fantastic. It's like the way it used to be when D D one finally wrapped up. It was amazing, and then Activision screwed up with D two, the first vanilla version of it, which is completely horrid. The menu screen, uh, all the options in the menu is completely different. It's back to the way it was. Uh, I'm glad. Bungie separated from Activision for this, and they've done they've done a great job making Destiny Two one hell of a game again. Now, when they do D three, I just hope they don't screw that up again. We'll see how they do that again. <laughs> Which I didn't talk about the much of the new weapons on the Gears game because I it's hard to come across. And once you get did get a hold of them, it wasn't much to play with, tell anything about. Which if okay. you want me to, I just had a, one of my buddies message me. And he said that he wants to jump in on this podcast. Tell him to get in here. He can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, jump him in here. Uh, Cynthia, but maybe he'll get in here. I guess we'll continue talking until he gets in. Uh, his, but yeah, he... Like I said, the new... He says something about new weapons. I invite Cynthia. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Gears of War. It, it's just the uh, same old, same old. Is how I felt about it. Buddy, uh, Black Mamba. Who I'm trying to get in here. Okay. He played the story mode. That's why I'm trying to get him in here, so we can talk story mode. Okay. Well, let's let's go on. Let's, uh, so, so did you ever did you ever, did you ever try, try chance to try the Call of Duty mobile app? Did you get to try it? Did you have a chance yeah. to download it? Try it. Yeah, what are your I, thoughts on it? To be honest, like I'm not a Call of Duty person. Never really have been. Oh, neither but, am I. I fucking I fucking hate Activision at this point right now. <laughs> right. I fucking sure hate talking. Activision. <laughs> we'll talk but about I that did. later. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. We'll talk about more of that about that later. But exactly. uh, the mobile game was actually it felt pretty good for a mobile game. I mean, I don't like mobile games. I don't like I'm not a handheld game person. I don't like handhelds. Okay. Never have. And but I enjoyed it. Like I played probably ten multiplayer matches and probably about five battle royal mode matches, and I enjoyed it. I had a fun time with it, even though I'm not a Call of Duty fan. Yeah, neither am I. I'm definitely. Not, I've never really been a, been a big Call of Duty fan or even a Battlefield fan. I feel that they're just episodic games that constantly change every year. So no matter what you do each year, there's a new one that comes out and it wipes out the progress or anything of the first one, the one you did before. Right. So I, I can never get – when when a game is that episodic, that every year, annual, here's a new one every year, I can't do it. I, I just can't get into those kind of games. That's what Call of Duty is for me. But I got talked into some buddies at work like, dude, you got to try this game. You got to like do a – you got to do a stream on this. You got to do all this. It's like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So the other day I downloaded it. It's my day off yesterday. I downloaded the little bastard. And I got to admit, I fucking hate Activision, but it's a damn good little fun game. <laughs> yeah, it is – like I really enjoyed it. Like I don't know. I felt bad for whoever I was playing with because I was just wiping the fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like you would never think. Like I, I've played the Fortnite on 
phone because my kids like it. So I set up an account and let them play it on there. I tried it. It's not too easy. It's hard to get used to with all the building and all this stuff. Then I got the PUBG Players Unknown Battleground. That one, it was better than Fortnite, but yet Call of Duty was the best of the three I've played so far. Um, right, right. And it, the graphics Definitely. looked good. For a yeah, they do. For, I mean, it's like a, it's like a little. It, it basically, it's, it harkens me back to maybe uh, PlayStation Two or X, the original Xbox Three Sixty. The graphics are not are not going to be not going to be wild by these phones. Can only do so much right now, but they definitely have the they definitely made a decent little game out of it. I just I'm supposed to be boycotting these bastards, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm stuck playing this damn game because it's actually fun. Yeah, it's like because like, I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of mobile games either. I have a few because I get bored, but they're all the same damn thing. It's like just this mindless push a button, push a button, push a button. Yeah. This one's actually like, fuck, you can reload and shoot and run and strafe and everything. Yeah, like I, I'm, like you said, one or two mobile games on my phone and the rest are for my kids, but I have two or three for myself that it's just why I'm standing in line or sitting for 30 minutes somewhere just to flip cards for a second and just click a button and if I close out the app, oh well. But this one, I don't want to close out the app because I'm like, I got to finish this match before I close this app out. <laughs> but the only thing I don't like about it is I don't think like if where me and you are not Facebook friends, we wouldn't be able to play it together because you have to send. Uh, you gotta use Facebook. You gotta use Facebook to be able to use it. I didn't know that shit. It's not. It's it's just to uh, I guess f- play with friends. Eh, God damn it! I don't. I don't want to fucking reactivate my Facebook account. Screw that shit. <laughs> They've done the same thing. I had deleted my Facebook account for probably three years, and then PUBG came out, and I was like, "You have to have a Facebook account to keep your progress." I created the Facebook account to play it. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I my 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 Facebook account. I, I, it's active. It's there. I just don't use it. And the only thing I have it for is like for a couple of people that I I know, like my cousins back east, they all have Facebook, so I get stuff from them. You can still make it. I stay away from it. Yeah, it's pretty much what I need it for. That's it. And I just even then, I'm just trying to avoid the <laughs> fuck out of it. Ugh. But uh, do you want to jump into uh, the link I sent you, or go into the more Activision talk? Well, it's uh, actually I'm going to start off with another, another story about Ghost Recon. Re- Ghost Recon okay, Breakpoint. Yeah. Ghost Recon Breakpoint released this week, and it released to a fucking whirlwind of shit. People, I mean, had it not been for what's going on with uh, these other games, this would have been center stage for the week. So what happened was Ghost Recon gets released, and then it just a shitstorm of uh, just mon- microtransactions and bullshit that nobody asked for. To a very for, for a game that, you know, again, it's like all the other games. It's it's episodic. Every year they have some kind of new one. It's either you know Ghost Recon or Ghost, you know, whatever. The, the Wildlands or whatever it was. That was I that was it. the last one. And uh, I had yeah. a friend let me let me game share with him. We did that, and I played it from there. And I was like, ah, this is I can't do this. No, it was like, horrible. They will never fool me again. It was just a blank map with a bunch of nonsense crap to do. Hey, go pick up the newspaper. <laughs> fucking mission? That's this a fucking mission? This ain't the 80s when you played Paperboy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, it's also reminds me of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. When Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out, there was a lot of stupid missions in it. It was this huge world. It was beautiful. It was awesome. But it was this, it was this, this idea of, hey, go do the laundry. <laughs> I... There's, seriously, there's a mission in, 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 in that game 
where you do laundry. I don't know if I want to, I bought that game on PlayStation and I never did get to play it. I just bought it, downloaded it, and never played it yet. How funny how funny is that that we're in a time and space where people we can actually buy games, but we don't have the actual time in which to play them. I mean it's it's I find it hilarious. I download games for the from the from the Xbox app all the time that are free. I never fucking play them. And probably never will get to play them. And uh there's another game I remember playing. What was that last Final Fantasy that came out? I remember those had a bunch of stupid missions in it. Something about oh, going to Final Fantasy fifteen? Uh, I think so. I can't remember which one it was. I hate to say it, dude, but I actually love that game. That was I, actually I, lo- I loved it. I loved it, but I just remember like the one mission, like you had to go find uh, ramen noodles for that one guy. Oh, the cup of noodles, yeah. yeah. It was a fucking. It was a. It was an advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> they put an in-game advertisement as a mission. <laughs> I mean, originality. I give it an A plus. The fact there's a fucking ad for cup of noodles in the goddamn game one is racist as shit because it's <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> But the fact is that there's this there's an ad in the game. It's like, God damn it, guys! Corporate <laughs> bastards. Yeah, that game. Well, that game surprised me because I didn't think that I was gonna like it, and I ended up liking that one. Oh, I I pre bought it. I bought the additional starter. I Final Fantasy has is a huge thing for me. Is a is pretty big for me. I remember going back as far back as Final Fantasy three. And I love those games. So then I, I got, I mean, my, the first one I ever beat was Final Fantasy Nine. Uh, I never finished seven and not eight, ten. I ended up buying ten and eleven. Never did thirteen, fourteen, but when fifteen came out, there was such a delay on it. The game was delayed ten years. And the just the, the visuals, the, the visual effects, and the stunningness of it. Like when you when you do a summon and you summon one of your big Kahuna monsters, yeah. Holy shit, that's breathtaking. That is fucking amazing. Another thing that I liked about it, see, I never, like, I played a couple of the first four or five or whatever, cause, but then I just stopped playing them for the longest time. And on 15, you could pick it straight up. And oh, yeah. The controls are very, very simple. I mean, it, it, it may, you may have to work some kinks out of yourself and get the bugs out, but, yeah, it's a very simple game to play. And it's fun to play as hell. Then they had all the expansions. Now, I didn't get to get too into all the expansions that they gave for it, but, like, I remember the first event was you went to this town and you went to a celebration. So I picked up, like, this, like, uh, Chocobo hat and shit. So I yeah. the Chocobo hat. It's fucking great. It was some kind of, like, circus or something, wasn't it? Or festival. It, I can't remember what it was. It was like a Chocobo festival or some goofy thing like that. Yeah, it was, it was great. Okay, so back to, back to being <laughs> on point, like, <laughs> talking about, you know, the fact that you know, Ghost Recon comes out is very blank. I mean, the, uh, Jim Sterling, LeBron Gamon, uh, Yao, all these guys were just like, this game is trash. They had the experience boosters and the... Uh, they make a great point. It's, if you need these things to get through your game, you don't have a game. You're just piling crap onto a, a piece of toast. Uh that ruins games with all these uh, stuff you have to buy and leaving so much. Open world gaming is very is very lucrative and it's a it's a like a beautiful thing to do. I love the idea of open world gaming where you can just like you can see a castle in the distance and go to the castle. That is awesome. But when but you the just... way that when you just put crap everywhere, there's just no point. Yeah, that's how. The last uh, Wildlands was. See, I didn't look at anything on the new recon, but 
I just imagine that it's probably the same open look world looking shit. There's nothing around for miles besides a building here and a building there, and then ah, I, I just it wasn't for me. I Ghost uh, or Tom Clancy games have uh, kind of got me away from them. Well, now you know, don't don't bash the division now. <laughs> oh well, I, yeah, we just played that the other day. We picked it back up and was playing it. Yeah, oh, I yeah, can't. Dude. That's probably the best looter shooter there is that's come out this year for me. Looter shooter, yeah, I agree. It's one of the better ones that's come out. It came out. It, it came out with some fanfare. I mean, I love the first one. I bought the first one when it came out because I kept seeing all this cool shit. And then I remember running into all the glitches and the crap that happened with it, and then moved on to the next, moved on, and then the came back thing. to it later. Yeah, but when it when they fixed it, I went back to it. And went, Damn, this game really did get amazingly good. And the same thing now with the, um, the uh, Division Two. It came out ten times better than the first one, and it's just tons of shit to do constantly. Like I don't yeah. think there was one point until I started glitching out. There wasn't a single point where you and I weren't blowing shit up and killing people. <laughs> It was it was exciting. Like the first one had the problem for a while. Like you could do a mission and it'd be a while for you to find something else. That was the big problem for the first one for me. Well, the one I had the problem with the first one was that the, the loot you got was garbage. Well, yeah. And then play, you play you play the one division division two now. Like every if you just like just kept killing things and kept moving and didn't stop and just kept going for a good five minutes, you would turn around and see a Christmas tree down the street. There'd be just colors everywhere, like all the crap that was dropped for you. And it's like, this is what we needed. Yes. Uh, but I did see on the new Ghost Recon that they had, I guess the villain was the guy who plays Punisher. Oh, no shit? Yeah. The guy who plays I Punisher. Like, I like Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. Yeah, Punisher was Didn't really good. The the I can't remember his name. John something. Uh. He plays the villain in the Ghost Recon, I think. Don't ho- take me to it. I was reading an article about him being in it, but I think it said something about him being a good villain. So I take a good it villain. Okay. So. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe when they fix the thing, I'll look into it. I don't know. <laughs> Never been a big. I'm not a big fan of the. I'm not actually. The thing is with Tom Clancy stuff. Besides the novels, I'm not really into Tom Clancy. Division was different. Division was like a, it's like a post-apocalyptic version of things and it's great okay so out of ghost recon we go and come to the fortnite addiction now you sent me an article about people saying fortnite is as addictive as cocaine i'm sorry i disagree <laughs> i 100 percent disagree with that sir <laughs> it was just i came across it and nobody's recording that and so i started looking up through some stuff just and it was like I actually like they got a whole lawsuit that saying that Epic Games had researched for a couple of years on how to like get into people's heads and the youth about uh like basically making it as addictive as possible. They're goddamn Koreans, of course they figured it out. Have you played any 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 besides Fortnite? Have you played any Korean game? They're all the damn same. Bunch of bunch of shit flying in everywhere. You kill a bunch of shit, and a bunch of loot pops out. And then you have microtransactions on microtransactions. Black Desert, which I love that game, is a Korean-made game, and it's the same damn thing. It's like sparkly lights and colors, and boom, you got all kinds of new prizes. Keep playing. They figured it. I mean, these game companies, it's not Epic that's figured this out. Right. They just created a sensation, and then they've been riding that wave for a while. And actually, if you want to read, if you look into the actual viewership and uh, of Twitch, that viewership is dropping dramatically re- over recent time. 
because Fortnite's just not that popular anymore. Other shit's coming out. Everybody's got a battle royale man game. It's like okay, whatever. So they're moving on. But I read further into the article too, and I, I, that article like they're talking about how <laughs> they're talking about how well we're going to use the cigarette laws that have come out. I was like, thank God this is a Canadian lawsuit, not an American lawsuit. But there, it's like well, okay, with with tobacco products, they knew it was a carcinogen. They knew it was bad for people, and they pushed it. That's why they won that case. You can't just say you can't just because your kids are addicted to something, you go sue them for it because it's like cigarettes. It's not. You can control that. I mean, you can control yourself with anything, really, but it's not as addictive as cocaine. I'm sorry. Cocaine is amazing. Fortnite sucks. Yes, it really does. That's all. But I, I, like I said, it was just surprising. And which they, I've watched, I read another thing. Family got pissed because they, uh, something about they were trying to sue or do something about uh, they considered that microtransaction as gambling. That well, if you the, the, the if you if you, someone tells you the definition of what gambling is, and that's what what happened with a lot of these congressmen here in the states, they were talking about how well it's the, the, it's not gambling. It's like, well, give us the definition of gambling. Uh, well, you give money to for the proposition, you, you put money into something for the proposition based on uneven odds that you will get a greater prize. And they looked at it and went, that's microtransactions. No, 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 no. It, it's, a, it, it's, it's gambling. It really is. You're, you're gambling money, hard currency, for the possibility of in-game reward. They've digital. been a, a digital reward or something like that. And I find it to be really funny how they've gotten away with it for so long. And it, it's been brought up in Congress twice now, I think. One of the senators from Hawaii brought up that it was gambling. It was going after primarily because of the debacle that was Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2. They were going after him for that. And then this next time, uh, it's, I think it's a senator out of Massachusetts or something like that. They're going forward as well because they feel that the gaming is creating a new, creating a new breed of gambling addiction. But with the lobbyists and things that are going on right now, I doubt they'll get very far with it. It does, just doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of, a lot of uh, support for it. Right. But I, like I said, it's I, I consider it gambling. I don't buy loot boxes or anything unless it's currency I earn in game and I earn the now purchase. But I won't out of my own money. Oh, you're just not one of those pay pigs. You're not. You got to be a pay pig to win, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I find it funny because like I did buy when I first when I first got my system back up. I didn't know what understand what loot boxes were. Like I only started gaming again probably about a few years ago. Because I'd gotten out of it for so long, I I thought it was the still it was the same setup as it was when I left it. You bought a console, you bought games. Yeah, you can get online and play, but there was no buying maps, buying season passes, buying any, buying loot boxes and crap to update your stuff. I didn't that didn't exist when I played. So the first games I got were Halo Five, and a Lego game for my daughter, and what the hell was the other game we got? It was a sec. Oh, The Witcher. I bought those three games. I played Halo and I was buying. I was like, "Oh, you could buy. Oh, you could buy other armor pieces. Cool." And so I literally was shoveling. I probably put like a hundred bucks into Halo, buying those fucking engram things <laughs> to burst them and see them. Then I realized, it's like, this is a complete ripoff. It doesn't do anything for my guy. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah, that's like. I mean, I think everybody goes through it at first. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a loot box here and there, and then you finally. As an adult, like people who work, I'm not saying everybody, all people just go out and waste the money. 
But like I re- started realizing, I was like, ah, oh. I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I just put forty bucks into that game to get one skin I liked. Hey, for a skin, that's not going to be a damn with a damn thing. Come when the new when the new game comes out. And that's like I didn't realize what I was doing until until later. Then they started doing the season pass thing, and I, I started falling for that crap. But I just find it funny how the the, the companies are trying to find more and more ways to rake in more and more dough, and loot boxes are again on the chopping block because it's gambling. And then they have these now. Now that the World Health, World Health Organization recognizes gaming as an addiction, people are trying to sue for it. And it's like, no, I don't even agree, I don't even agree with companies trying to sue vape makers right now. It's like you have the choice to do these things. Right. You make the choice. Stop having somebody else hold to be held accountable for your dumbass choices. Uh, well, another thing that I hate is now today you buy games, but you don't. You never have a full game anymore. True. Yeah. Like how many? How much? How much of it is like it's a, it's a partial game, and then you get the expansions later down the line for an extra. Shadow Keep's a prime example of that. When Destiny 2 came out, it was the vanilla version. It was very quick, very quickly. You could beat it in 15, probably 15 hours. The two expansions after that were maybe an hour each after that, maybe five hours each. But you paid for them individually. You had to buy these expansions for an extra five hours of play for the story mode. That was it. And I'd say they'll have a couple more coming out. Oh, yeah, they're going to have a couple more coming out for Destiny. There'll be a couple more for... Uh, Division's got some expansions they got coming out, so I'm sure they're going to have theirs as well. So, but they're all yeah. They always want to add on to the game, and I will always keep doing this. But if you go back and you look at what CD Projekt Red did with The Witcher, they gave you a full game, forty to eighty hours. If you did forty hours on story mode, eighty-seven hours on everything else. All the side missions that you don't have to do. Like if you do everything in that game, it'll take you eighty-seven hours to complete it. Then they dropped uh, Hearthstone on you. That was an additional 20 hours of gameplay, and, but it was worth the buy. You only paid like 25 bucks for it. it like that, that wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if I was paying 20 bucks for another, I mean, a good amount of Almost hours. the full game. Like, but like, then you have, they want to sell you an hour of gameplay for 20 bucks right now is what they're trying to do. Exactly. That's why I keep. I was. I will always refer to The Witcher and CD Projekt Red and what they did. Now their final one, Blood and Wine, was amazing. You got a whole new world to explore, an additional forty hours of gameplay for twenty bucks, and they gave you a bunch of free shit on top of it. They were they were throwing in like here's a couple extra missions or a couple extra quests you do that have storyline to them that is kind of funny or not funny. There's one where you really the entire village turns to pigs. And you got to figure out why they return to pigs and change them back. That was an additional hour of play for free they gave you. I think I won't play that mission. That mission kind of sounds like a, a fun one. If you, if you haven't bought The Witcher, buy it. It's 25 bucks for everything now. And it's a game that's worth the fucking buy. You talking about Witcher 3 or? The Witcher oh. 3. The Witcher 3. It's. So my, my hidden gem, let's, we'll just skip this. My hidden gem for the evening is The Witcher 3. That game is it's fantastic. I play it as often as I can sometimes. When I just want to be left alone and want to do my thing, I play The Witcher. Because you can do whatever the hell you want in that game. You can run around, just, you, you can walk up to somebody, punch them, take their shit, and run. <laughs> I would have to say, I guess, I bought it, but I haven't got into it a lot because it's another, 
one of those games that at the time I bought it, I was working a lot and didn't have time to sit down and play it. So I bought it and just never played it. Not Go back into it, dude. It's a great game. It is fantastic. And I guess my hidden gem, and I'm going to be a little different today, and I'm going to just say, if you haven't tried Seven Days to Die and you like survival games, that's a game that's fun to play. If you have Seven Days to Die? Yes. If, like, if you like survival games, just like building and staying away from zombies and stuff and trying to just survive, and each seventh day there's a massive horde that comes and you have to loot and get everything ready oh. for that. Okay, cool. So you're basically just looting and everything, getting ready for that seventh night to fight zombies off. And after each seven, like seven, then 14, then 21, stuff like that, it gets harder and harder. And they can start, like, even digging underground to you and stuff like that. It's so crazy. Gotcha. All right. That sounds good. So for the final story of the night for our last of the news wrap-up here, Let's talk about Blizzard Entertainment and what happened with China. <laughs> I don't even That's know. Exa- I, when that story hit, I literally shook my head and went, how, 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 how are you this fucking blindsided by this guy? And you so, probably text me right away. Like, got to talk about it. Well, we were going to have to. Yeah, <laughs> we, can't, we can't do this, this podcast and, and, and skip out on the biggest story of the week. Like I said, Ghost Recon came out with... They can't, it's like it's like this uh, wrestling. Ghost Recon comes out flipping the bird to everybody, and everybody's booing it. Well, his opponent comes out, and it's Blizzard Entertainment, and he's hosing everybody down with super soakers full of urine. That's what they did. They took all the fucking shit off of Ghost Recon and put it on themselves, and it was just a stupid story. So what happens is. We're at the Hearthstone Champion Masters Championship or whatever. I didn't even realize this game was that goddamn popular that they could have these kind of championships. It's being hosted in Taiwan, and Twitch is broadcasting it live. A player by the name of, and I'm going to fuck this name up. Sorry, anybody who's, anybody who's Asian, but his name, I, there's no fucking vowels in the name, okay? Nig Y. That's his name, Nig Y. Sounds like Mogwai, but it's Nig Y. <laughs> He goes by the name of Blitz Chung. Okay, this guy comes out. He wins the Masters Championship. It's a lot. It's a huge prize too. It's a pretty big amount of money. And comes out and says, "Free Hong Kong." Twitch immediately dropped. Well, the 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 broadcasters like hide behind their desks. Like it's oh god, he said China. Twitch cut the feed right away, and then Blizzard turns around to punish this kid, takes away his prize money that he were he earned, hard earned money taken away from him. And that's when it blew everybody up. Now, Twitch didn't take any heat for, cut, for, for, for cutting the feed or that, which I think they should. They should be given some kind of like, you know, you're a bunch of pussies too because you're not standing up. You're not willing to sit there and stand up to China either. You're cutting for China's sake. But they, they punished the kid, took away his prize money, and the two, the two, brought, the two uh, casters, the guys who were covering it, and the guys who were talking the strategy in the game, these two guys will no longer work with Blizzard Entertainment anymore. They just lost their jobs too. Because they didn't come out and say, oh, he's an idiot. He, they, they didn't defend Blizzard. And Blizzard's come, come out and said, like, yeah, if you talk, if you discredit China, we're going to punish you. They based, and, and the great thing is, is like South Park touches on this beautifully. South Park has been banned from China now, too. 
they came out and pointed out that I don't, and they make a great statement. We should not be restricting our art to appease a foreign economic power. Yeah. That's just crazy. So that's the story. It is, isn't it crazy that, you know, this... Well, like, if anybody, because, I guess the best way for anybody that don't understand, like, what is actually going on, it's be like going to McDonald's, you working at McDonald's, and saying, oh, I'd like uh, Burger King better, and they fire you and send you home without pay for that day. I'm not saying that's how it would be. That's just the best way I can explain it. It's just, you would, you're doing all that hard work. He's trained probably hundreds of hours to beat that game, or to play that game. Well, probably more than hundreds of hours. I mean, to be a, to be of some kind of level of kind of expertise to play a game like that, or any game really, to become a professional player at any level, you're basically dedicating a large chunk of your life to it, to learn it, to master it, to to, to develop the skill to play it, and then you go to a, you, you take the the stage as the winner, and they take your money away. I'd be suing the crap out of them because there was no rule. There was no rule. They couldn't say anything about Hong Kong. Because that's what the real thing is it's about Hong Kong. It's not Chinese freedom. It's about Hong Kong's experience with the Chinese government and how they're rebelling against it. They're, they're protesting that we're not going to be a part of this. It, they should have just, I don't know. It, it just, that, this really blows my mind that somebody can lose probably a two or three hundred thousand dollars. I don't know how much it was, but lose big money and be out of a job basically because they're, they're ban- they got rid of his account and everything right yep he's been banned for a, for a year now there is some justice to the story there's there is some justice to it so the kid gets banned he comes out there's a bunch of interviews with kotaku a bunch of a bunch of the really shitty gaming brands uh, in journalism and they, they talk to him and he's like do you regret your decision to lose all that money he's like no i don't regret it i'm for hong kong freedom now since that time now this is the great one i was on twitter the other day and they're advertising the new Overwatch for the Switch. It's I guess Switch is getting the over, Overwatch now, and their the response to it was beautiful. Everybody on that feed, it, there was no oh yeah, it's coming to Switch. Oh yeah, I'm gonna buy it or I'm gonna pre-order it. It was fuck you, Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> there were there were pictures of May in the fuck in the mask with the free Hong Kong. Like people were have been just dumping on Blizzard. Blizzard stock has fallen from probably $75 a share to $55 a share. So they've lost a so lot of money. They've lost a shit ton of money for this stupid shit they're doing. Um, not only that, but Epic came out and they're, now they're, they're getting kudos for it because they're saying, we are not going to ban any player for talking politics on our game. Period. So if you want to go play uh, Fortnite, go on there and talk all we want about China. They're not going to do shit to you. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see me in that chat room. No, you won't. Don't see me there either. I'll play. I'll play Realm Royale. I'll play the mobile uh, COD a hundred times over. I won't be doing that game. No. <laughs> oh, so there is some justice in the world. Only way I play Fortnite is if somebody's like, "Hey, I, it's the only game I got," and. I'll give you money to play with, play it with me. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if you're playing with your kids, that, yeah. that was. That's that's. I, I didn't want to play Fortnite. I mean, I I got I had Fortnite because it was a gift. The founders pack was a gift to me from somebody I knew, but I didn't want to deal with that. 
and then my daughter got into it, so I started playing for my daughter. And I would play with my daughter. Oh, she, she was playing on PlayStation. I was playing on Xbox. And I would play and do recordings of Fortnite on my stream. Don't look for those streams. I've deleted them because I hated them. I hate myself for doing it, but I did it. <laughs> but that's that was the, the only way I would do it. I mean, you've done it for your daughter. There's no nothing wrong with that. It's a way for you to connect. Oh, and so there's also a big movement right now. People are boycotting Blizzard. People I know who are big-time Overwatch players and streamers, one, people are being har- harassed on Mixer for, uh, streaming. for streaming Overwatch or any game associated with Activision or Blizzard. You go into the chat rooms and people are telling them, you suck, you suck, you suck. Uh, so they have, it's marked the hashtag uh, Blizzard Boycott. So, yeah, so right, I've, and I've joined it on this. I'm not playing any Overwatch right now, and I love playing that game. It's a great game. Not playing it. I, had, I downloaded the mobile app. I'm waiting for the, the, the storm to settle from that before I play the mobile app again. <laughs> yeah. well, we, the only reason we played it, we played it probably I, matches and two, but it was just for review. I spent not one dime on that fucking game. Right. I didn't, <laughs> neither did I. But that's the thing. It's like we was needing a review, so that was just something I've seen. It was like, oh, and it broke all kinds of records in its first week. I, what was it? I think it was like a... Three million downloads or something like that. Yeah, it was a three million. It was at three million downloads. It was massive. Yeah, it was, it's huge, and there's there's no issue with connectivity. I mean, I got on. I've been finding players to play against. The first game I played, it was just a, it was a massacre. I don't know who I was playing against, what ten year olds I was playing <laughs> against, but I just wiping everybody out. Who? What five year olds got their parents' phones? Well, exactly. I mean, it had me at like I think it was like twenty three kills to every death. <laughs> I don't even do that well on the games I'm good at. <laughs> I, I I done some pretty, I had some pretty good matches, and then I I think I've played three battle royal matches, and I've won all three battle royal matches. Which that's not saying a lot on mobile. I mean, because a lot of people, if you play against somebody on mobile, you can tell. They'll they'll stop and aim down sights and like just put yourself right out and open. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I've seen that too. They don't. They're just still trying to figure out the controls. Um, they don't know there's a crouch button or a hand grenade button. It's like it's great. It's jump great. button. I don't fuck with the jump button. I just crouch down and I just start <laughs> picking people off. Like I, I love the snipe people who are using sniper rifle because you can see them clear as day. And you're just like, gotcha, fuck, <laughs> shot, bitch. Yeah, I, I got a couple. Like, and I, I put some up on my like just screenshots on my Instagram there of the good matches I had, and things like that. All right, folks. So that's going to conclude the uh, Rebel and the Yank podcast for another week. We will see you back here again next week at nine p.m. I am the I am the Yank, and I am the Rebel. Peace out, everybody. Peace. All right, brother.